This is Jeremiah with the Bigfoot Society Podcast coming at you with another episode. Uh, before we get too into it with this episode, I wanted to spend a few minutes talking about different ways that you can support the podcast. Uh, if you go to our Instagram uh, page, at Bigfoot Society, you can, of course, like and follow and be involved with the um conversation there it's a good time there's a lot of great content but also if you go to the link tree link in the profile on that page there's a lot of cool stuff that you can look through uh, we have a red bubble store where you can get stickers you can get shirts we have an etsy store where we have a lot of good shirts there as well and every purchase that you make helps us grow Uh, the podcast. And we have some huge plans for the future, uh, but we need some support in order to get there. Uh, Also, you'll see there's a link there too, where we have an Amazon uh, wishlist store or an Amazon wishlist we put together. And I put all sorts of stuff on there, um, gear that would help us make even an even better podcast we're great now but it make an even better podcast so please check that out anything that you want to you know purchase off there and you purchase it and it's sent directly to uh, us at bigfoot society um so you know by all means uh christmas time is coming up some great present ideas in those shirts and stickers but i've said enough already uh those are kind of my plugs there um so let's get into the show. So I uh, wanted to do start off by doing a review of uh, the Momo movie from Small Town Monsters. Now, you know, I've had Seth on the show in the past. Uh, great interview. In fact, it's the number one episode we have on uh, Bigfoot Society by far. Leaps and bounds. Uh, this episode just blows it out, no, knocks it out of the park. Uh, it's great. So if you haven't checked that out, check that out. It's Seth Breedlove interview, and we talk about some great stuff. But um, this Momo movie, if you've seen any small-town monster documentaries, you know they're great. Um, This is a little bit different than that. still awesome, but you got to put on your your imagination and kind of suspend disbelief because you're getting... A fiction movie at the same time you're getting a documentary movie and it's it's very very meta very you know uh, there's a lot of different stuff going on here uh you know lyle blackburn is a great author great musician plays a um you know cryptid show host and he's showing about the momo monster from louisiana missouri just south of where we are here in Iowa. Um, so that alone, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, the uh, the skits where Lyle is is being the host. And then there's these, these almost like little vignettes. Um, Editor's footnote. I'm recording this in my car. <laughs> you just heard my car making a, a weird noise uh, because... It's having some weird heater issues. Anyways, um, yeah, so if you don't 
you know, want Bigfoot Society to have to record in his car, hit up that Amazon wish list to get us a, a recording studio set up. Anyways, um, back to the Momo review. Uh, so Lyle stuff is great. It's got these little, um, little cartoon uh, intermission. I mean, I would, I would watch cartoon, which is cartoon Lyle finding cartoon cryptids. I would watch that all the time with my kid. I, I watch it by myself if it was you know out there. So whoever the artist is that made the cartoon Lyle stuff. Small Town Monsters Cartoons, Cryptid Edition. Let's make it happen. Um, The Momo is a good story. There's a lot of really good vignettes about, okay, you know, this is the guy who originally found it. You know, this has happened. I don't want to give too much away. But the cool thing is, is if you know the inside of, you know, people that are involved with Small Town Monsters, those people are actually acting in the film and there are also some cameos that will knock your socks off if you are uh, know anyone in the Bigfoot community. And you probably already heard, but, you know, I'll just say it. Cliff and Bobo are in it. And the stuff that Cliff and Bobo do in the posse scene is incredible. Like, it's my favorite part. Guys, you gotta, you got to watch uh, this movie. It's fantastic. Um, on the flip side, I love it when these guys show Small Town Americana or Small Town America, maybe both. Um, and the real trick is showing these towns, showing their folklore before these towns disappear and the folklore disappears with it. And the shots that they've gotten in this movie, beautiful small town America, uh, the main streets, you know, the the people that are, you know, fighting to keep their town alive. But, uh, you know, it's going the way of the Walmarts are coming in, the Amazon is coming in, and it's the last stand. It's the last stand. Thankfully, some of these towns are realizing, hey, let's cash in on these legends. And that's why I think it's it's a cool resurgence of cryptozoology, of American folklore. It's stuff that you can't find. You, you know, you can't find it on the internet. Well, maybe you can a little bit, but you can't find it by going to the mall. You can't find it by going to a party that it's there, but we got to dig for it. And we were just at the Van Meter Visitor Festival, my wife and I, and um, I want to say it's Michael Huntington had a really cool, cool um, talk about how he researches these legends and then goes around the U.S., with his family and and visit them. It's really cool. And he uses technology to do it. You know, he's looking through these old newspaper files and he's finding these old, you know, articles and he's going to police stations, finding, I want to say he was the guy that went to police stations and he found found the different, the files. Um, But the fact still remains, sometimes 
you just have a drawing by eyewitness of where the location is. But you got Google Maps and you got a bird's eye view and you can figure it out where it is. That's very cool. I just went on a super tangent there, but that's okay. So sometimes it's okay to turn off the TV, put down the iPhone and go out and explore with your kids, your spouse, your you know, significant other, whatever. You go by yourself, that's fine. Uh, in all, the Momo monster movie, I know I'm not saying the actual title, so forgive me, but the Momo monster movie by Seth Breedlove, Small Town Monsters, is legit. I wasn't sure if I was going to be a super fan, to be honest, and I backed the Kickstarter. I backed the Kickstarter. But I watched it the other night, and it's great. I mean, guys, you got to get out there, get yourself a copy copy of it. You can get a, you know, an actual disc, or you can go to your, I don't know. It's probably on iTunes, Amazon Prime. You know, look at the usual suspects, and you can check it out. Be a good time. So, I recommend it. Check it out. So I want to take a few minutes out uh, just to share something with you. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a lot more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just download the app and make a podcast today. It's that easy. All right, back to the action. We're going to share, kind of look into a um, newer, well, newer in the last few months sighting report uh, from the BFRO. Uh, this is a report is ATV rider recalls passing very close to a Bigfoot at dusk in Eight Mile Canyon near Lidor in Idaho. Sorry if I didn't say your town right. <clears throat> this happened in the year 2007 during the summer month of July uh, near road US 28. Here we go. In July of 2007, a friend and I went camping and fishing to the Birch Creek area off of Highway 28 in Clark County. We crossed the creek and set up camp at the trailhead in Eight Mile Canyon. There's an ATV trail system that loops up the canyon and around the mountain range. One evening, we decided to go up to the canyon to the southwest and explore a bit before dark. We found a lightly used trail that went into a dark canyon. We suspected it went to a dead end but we went up the trail to look around. The trail went through a dark canyon that seemed to have thicker vegetation than the main eight-mile canyon. I remember noticing that there was a lot of deadfall. We got to the end of the canyon trail that was about two miles in and came to a very scenic view of towering shell rock cliffs and bowls. We realized that it was slowly starting to get darker, so we decided to head back to camp. As we rode down the trail, I stayed about 50 yards behind my friends. It was getting dark enough that the headlights on our ATVs were illuminating the trail and passing 
trees, but still enough light in the sky so you could look around and see hillsides and clearings. Being a hunter, I was looking for big game as I traveled. At one spot, the trail started to angle to the right. As my friend made the curve, I remembering observing what I thought was a weird stump or log off the trail to the left. It seemed about four feet tall, and I thought I don't remember seeing if it there on our way in a couple of hours ago. Just after he went by it, though, it stood up. The thing was facing away from me and looking toward my friend as he drove away. I was too close to do anything other than stay my course and go by. As I started going by, I leaned away from it to my right. It looked over toward me over its right shoulder. It then appeared to straighten out its right arm toward me. I ducked my head and accelerated up the trail. I don't feel that it was trying to harm me, even though I was extremely frightened at the time. I estimated the being to be about eight feet tall, judging from the height and judging from my height on the ATV at the time in relation to its arm height. It had no clothing. It was covered in dark hair from the top of its head down. Or top of its head down. I noticed it had dark skin on its face and yellowish eyes. The right hand was similar to a human's with fingers and a thumb, all dark in color. I remember smelling an odor similar to an elk, elk in the rut, but with a stronger scent. Two years later, several of us decided to go back to the canyon and ride the main trail system. As we went by the old trailhead, we noticed that the Forest Service had boarded off the trail with an elaborate wall of fencing stating trail was closed to traffic. So that's a pretty cool story. There's a lot going on there. Uh, You may have seen, this reminds me of a few videos I've seen on YouTube where it's like, you know, a guy on the trail and you see something that moves away, but not out of the main focus of the film. You got to watch it a few times to kind of see it there. Um, that's pretty cool. I, I probably would have kept riding pretty quick away if it started to reach its its arm and hand towards me as well. Uh, it is a very interesting uh, detail how they tried to go back a few years later and the trail was uh, closed off the traffic. Um, I mean, you never know why stuff like that happened maybe there was something found maybe there's a nest found like uh you know the the olympic i believe it's the olympic project guys have found um i heard about that on a, a podcast where you know they they found a few kind of nest like structures out in the woods of washington state i want to think it is but um you know in the next few episodes we may share a few more sighting reports, but we would love to share your sighting report. Uh, if you want to send your report to Bigfoot Society at gmail.com, or you can go to at Bigfoot Society on Instagram and just send us a message, a DM there. Uh, we get reports either way, and uh, you know we'll always ask if we can share it. But we have gotten sighting reports in the past where we're the first person that the uh report reportee has um talked to which is really cool that's an honor so you know we are here to respect what you've experienced and if you have any evidence or photos or videos or you just want to type out your story citing please feel free to to send that over Uh, we will respect you and your citing with the greatest care 
Also, another way that you can... Sorry, there goes my car heating again. Um, check out that Amazon wish list so we can have a recording studio at the house. Um, another cool thing that you can do to support the podcast, if you would like, is there's a link I share on my Instagram. I'll put it in the link tree as well. But uh, there's an app that you can get on your smartphone where... If you're driving around and you have your smartphone with you or you're just riding as a passenger, as long as you have um, the phone locked, you get five cents a mile. If you have this app downloaded on your phone, then that's pretty cool. That adds up. So if you sign up for it with our referral code, we make two cents for every mile you drive. And if everyone does that, and we're going out and we're looking for Bigfoot and we're traveling across the U.S., you know, we're going to have some uh, some funds, some support for Bigfoot Society podcast before you know it, and we will get a much better listener experience with better quality, quality audio, and I've got gear on there so that I can, you know, have in the field interviews if I, you know, travel to certain people on an interview or maybe sighting reports i can record those better um so keep that in mind you know there's a there's a post about on the instagram but i'm going to put it on the link tree too before i upload this episode again check out the momo monster movie by seth breedlove and small town monsters and we're going to try to get another interview going here for the podcast who knows who's next? Get ready. I may be approaching you. You have you have no idea if it's coming or not, but could try to get a new one, a good one, and see if we can uh, get one just as good as a Seth Breedlove interview. That's our top one so far. But again, thank you for taking the time out of your day, your night, to listen to our podcast. Uh, as I said earlier, you heard in the little blurb probably, um, Anchor is easy to use, and um, feel free to you can send us a recording message uh, if you are listening to us using a- the Anchor app, which I recommend, or just contacting us, uh, you know, on the app Bigfoot Society or Bigfoot Society at gmail.com. Again, stay squatchy, keep on squatching all those Bigfoot catchphrases, and we will catch you in the new episode. Uh, the next episode is what I meant to say. We will catch you in the next episode. Outro music is probably already playing. (laughs) Before we go, I'd like to spend a few minutes to talk to you about my friend Pat Flynn and his course, Power Up Podcasting. We've all got a story to tell. And what better time than now to start your own podcast? Now, you can start that with Anchor, which is a great tool. But if you want to go to the next level and learn all about podcasting, you should really look into the course Power Up Podcasting. Now, I'll let you know it is an investment. It's about $799, but you're buying it forever. And there's a Facebook group that you join 
that has great, great knowledge, you'll learn from it. Um, Also, I do get 30% of every purchase of this course. So not only are you learning all about how to make your own podcast and share what you love, but you're also supporting Bigfoot Society, the very, very hefty amount as you can uh, do with some math there. So if you want to support Bigfoot Society, which you love if you're listening to this, then go ahead, click on the link that you'll see in the description for this uh, podcast, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Have a great night.